thanks and how are you i'm good i'm sorry i just pressed the record button in this app just interrupted okay no worries no problem um how are you how was your day and how are you doing sister kanisa i'm great thank you i had a wonderful day it was a saturday like any other saturdays where you attend to your house chores laundry mm. and all of that so mm. it was basically one of those simple days but yeah you know um i always enjoy god's presence because in in everything i'm always playing gospel music praying mm, yeah and then i went out with a friend i just got back i think before six we're just driving around and we got some food and, and just chatting oh, that's um, nice. so yeah yeah we, we really i really had a great saturday all Sounds thanks to the lord almighty Yes, and it sounds like you are very relaxed and you just went through the day, which is good. Uh, we have to relax, you know, we can't always be, you know, on the grind as much as we want to. We need we need that, that Sabbath. <laughs> yes, definitely, definitely. Yo, that is very important. Remember, um, everything that we have, it's been given to us by God. Amen. So even our bodies are given to us by God. So <clears throat> we are the stewards. So part of being a steward, you have to be a good steward, meaning that you have to yeah. take care of your body as well. So things like burnouts and, and stuff like that, they do exist and they are real, even when you are serving God. So one has to be very careful and mindful. I know sometimes as Christians, we, we just want to even take even more. Yes, yeah. You know, on our plates. When I take more and, and stuff like that, but God will be like, no, you shouldn't because he knows everything pertaining to you and he knows what are your weak points mm. and how far you can go. Like I remember this one time, mm. um, it was on a Monday, then God, like I woke up, I was not feeling too well and then God said to me, take, um, take leave. And then, yeah. you know, I'm, a, I'm also a workaholic. I love my work so much. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I just, you know, I was like, okay, God, okay, I'll, 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 I'll consider that. I did not say I'll do that. So yeah. I, I was like, I'll consider that. And then I, as, as like during the course of the day, I noticed that I was really getting <laughs> quite exhausted and now, you know, when you are exhausted, even you, you, you sort of like you are unable to, pay, to be patient. You just drop on all these other glasses. Yeah, and, and your mind stops as well. Yes, your mind stops. You, are, you, are, you become reactive rather than proactive. You are just tired and it's like you're just giving your bare minimum. Yet God has called us into excellence. Yeah. And he knows yeah. that part of, of one achieving that excellence rest is is what he has given us and we know the scripture is there that come and enter my rest yeah so and his rest it means that it is indeed rest when when you find yourself having any more money for example versus where you you like where you could be you have, could have been coming from and then you find yourself any more money any yeah. less work that is God allowing you to enter a rest because now you are having a, like less um, constraints on, on finances and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So rest is what is from God and it's, it's in various forms and, 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 and ways, you know. So for the body, God will say that, no, take time out and, and just relax and do nothing. And what... How do you feel about that? Do you feel like it's something that you've learned to just accept? Or like you said, at first, you you didn't really do it when you said it. When you said you must take leave, you just said, I'll consider it because of your, your, you know, your hardworking nature. Do you feel like it's something that you grow to accept or it should come naturally? Um, so the word natural and God... No, maybe supernaturally. <laughs> maybe supernaturally. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So so um how how let me let me put it like this. Christianity is a journey. It it doesn't have an end point. Yeah. So you you but one one thing that I've noticed in that journey, you start off by you know him teaching you certain things. And actually the very first thing he does, he looks at he allows you to to he sees your hunger first. Yeah. So he yeah. gauges your hunger, how hungry are you for me and stuff like that. And then from there, he then responds. But as he responds, one of the key things that he does he is that he abolishes the current structure. Mm. The natural structure. So like in, yes, like any other, if you look at it from a construction perspective, when they wanna do renovations, there are times where they have to um, like just destroy that, that current wall, whatever that was there, they just have to destroy it and just start to write from scratch. So God does that. And it's something that I, I really started grasping as I was like, I mean, now it's year five. Yeah. Since 2015, year six, when I've been serving him. So it's like, as you grow, you don't understand what's happening at that given moment, but he just, boom. But you realize later that, oh, okay, so this is how he works. So where now the key things are, you, when you meet with God, you can never be the same. So that same never be the same. It means that he will have to kill whatever that was there. And yeah. then now you have to learn his ways. So coming to your answer now because that's where the, you, the, the, the the acceptance in you it starts from there mm. Mm. and it is very much connected to the decision that you made of saying I want to serve God mm. yeah so so maybe at first you can have like of course for me that day it was a situation of saying this is very unnatural you know, even though I yeah. know that my God works in the supernatural, but I was like, this is very unnatural that <laughs> yeah. I have to, to relax. I mean, he says that six days you shall work. And then on the seventh day, you, that will be your day of Sabbath. You shall give honor unto God. You shall just literally do nothing and just reverence God in that day. Amen. But now you find yourself that. like it's a Monday and he's like, no, you actually need an extension. You need to rest. Mm. You need to just lie down and relax. So so you find the good see, that's how he, he will sort of like work it in you. He's not a God who says, okay, you, you said no. And then boom, I'm carrying a switch and I'm going to discipline you. Yeah. He, he yeah. understands. He's an understanding God. And one thing that he seeks from us is the relationship with him. You know, he's a God that really understands and he will really see that, okay, the reason you are struggling with this is because it's very unnatural. And it's like when, when he released all kinds of animals, when Upita went on top of the, on, on the rooftop, and I think it, he was praying, and then there was a sheep that was released from heaven with different types of meats, and he was told, kill and eat, and he refused, and he said, no, I shall not eat that which is unclean. And that was what God was actually conveying to him is the fact that now salvation has been opened to, to, to people like us, which are we form, we form part of the Gentiles. Yeah. So you... he refused. He, he was like, no, no, I'm not going to eat that which is unclean. No, I'm not. Up until the sheet was taken away from him. So sometimes we, it, it depends when you are saying no, what, what's your motivation you know, if your motivation is still that scripture that says you must submit to your masters at work, you know, <laughs> then you have that situation like, no, like, now nah, let, let me push. Even if I, I don't, let me not take leave. Let me just, you know, take things slow and push. But he knows us. He knows how far we can go. He knows when we need rest. Yeah. So eventually you, you, you get to a point where, because now later in the day, it, it started making sense why God wanted me to take um the leave yeah to take rest that day and because i was a bit frustrated and stuff like that and when i could really do pinpointed it, it was all stemming from the fact that i was exhausted i was drained out 
Yeah, and and you are not hundred percent, and you know. Um, yes, I've, yes. I've I've learned this as well over time. Is that because I remember that I always remember that day, that day in church when I I just got this feeling that I think it was a I think it was a youth day, a youth service on Friday, and I just I just heard this voice saying, "No, you must pray for Sister Kanisa." And I was so scared, like I didn't even, I didn't even move. I didn't even do anything. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even do anything. And from, and I always, I even wrote that down in my notes. I remembered, I keep on remembering that day. And from then on, I've just like, whenever God speaks, you better move, brother, because you're not, you don't want to, you don't want to not listen to what God is saying, because it's only for the good of people around us. And what brought me to that mm-hmm. is the scripture, uh, Philippians 2, Philippians 2, verse 3. Mm-hmm. I can read it. It says, um, this is verse 2, this is verse 3. Let, not, let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than, than themselves. So... In, in a way, my question to myself would have been, was that a, a, um, a selfish no because of my shyness? You know, I was shy, obviously, in the situation. I was, I don't, I, I don't think I was ready. I don't think anyone is ready for what God wants you to do. I mean, <laughs> in the moment, you uh. step out in faith, you know, you need to trust him. So the question that I, I always had to myself is that how do we, how do we show this? How do we show, how do we keep um, others above ourselves? How do we show that our priorities are based on others in the body of Christ? And how would we go about displaying this in the church and in the world as well? Because I'm, I'm not sure if this scripture was only aimed for the body of Christ or is it for everyone, including people, mm. people who are lost, who are in the world. Mm. So, so if I can first um, uh, give you a word of comfort. Uh, so, brother, it is quite actually normal to, to, to feel like that. Um, I mean, you, you might have felt that uh, or might have felt at that time that ish, I, I did not listen to God's voice or anything like that. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I've learned about God is when you do not respond, what he does from him, it's an indication of a certain work that needs to be done in you. Mm. Mm. So it is not fully negative as you, as one would perceive it or assume. It's like when a chicken is inside the oven, you you have to pull it in and out and take that fork and just, you know, poke it to check if the chicken is almost ready. Mm. So that's the thing about God as well. So what God does, he he trains you under a certain word and then he he gives you practical experience. So he sends you, it's like he'll take you to, to the top and then he, he trains you. Then from there, he takes you down the valley and he trains you. And we see this um, right through the, the Gospels. That is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, yeah. where he would, he would perform signs and wonders right in front of the disciples, but, and then say to them, okay, cool, cross over to the other side of, 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 the, of the lake. And then boom, a storm, a storm arises along the way. And then in mm. one case, the, he, was, he was dead asleep, you know? Yeah. And then... <laughs> They came and they woke him up and, and they were like, like, aren't you worried that you are perishing? And he, he stood up and you're like, okay, he quieted the storm. And now mm-hmm. these guys are like, okay, who's this nigger that's quieted the storm? <laughs> like, what the heck? You know? And yeah. then, but the first thing that he said to them is that, why were you afraid? And then he was like, you of little faith. Yeah. So, so everything to him, it was always an indication. I mean, even when he said he told Peter that you're gonna de- deny me thrice, mm. that's it, it's so he knows everything. So for him, it's it's not 
to say, no, it's a, te- it's, a, it's a test, you pass, you fail. No. And I know that quite a lot of Christians, they like to say it's a test. Yeah. But what what has wrote to me is that it's, it's, it's sort of like, yes, it may be a test, but there's no pass or fail of some sort. But there's to say, okay, what, what which area do I still need to perfect in my child? Because mm. remember... God works in excellence. He He is perfect. He is holy. And he says that be you holy for I am holy. Yeah. So he will know, he will test you and see, okay, if you fail again in this place, it's not a matter of him saying, okay, you have failed. But yes, you still have to repent and say, Lord, please forgive me because repentance is another tool that has been given to us. Yeah. If I can just um, sn- uh, snippet that in. Mm-hmm. It's a tool that's been given to us so that the devil does not come and say and condemn us when you repent now it means that we are involving god so mm-hmm. where the devil would then come and, and and try to plant thoughts of condemnation god would say no no no, that is done and that is covered mm-hmm. in true. the blood of jesus but but coming back to to how you felt it, it's okay because god was working in you so he, he he's he's busy working in us and he wants to know what okay if i release raman and i say okay go and pray for sister kanisa will he he he, he go or not and he is he's literally watching to say okay what are the reasons that he did not go and okay his reasons are the fact that he was a bit nervous or anything or, or something of that sort then okay i need to build boldness in my son yeah yeah god works like that god does not work in the way that people try to portray him and and i i don't know but the god that i have experienced personally in my life mm. is a god that does not give up on you and everything it's, it's literally him preparing you for the work that he has called you he yeah. wants to perfect you constantly like for example i've been having dreams where i'm wearing school uniform and then I spoke to the bishop and then the bishop told me that, no, remember institution is where you get um, a school. It's, it's where you get, you get educated. So God is training you for mm. the ministry that like he's, he's still busy with the training. And then this morning I had now a dream way. I was no longer attending. Um, I wasn't a scholar anymore, but I was yeah. a student. I was attending a university, which means that now I've been upgraded somewhere or whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah. So that's, that's, that's how God works. And now coming back to, to the scripture. Um, so obviously this scripture, we, we, we remember we are the light of the world. Mm. And, yeah. and one of the things that you actually will, that really, anyway, I don't know about you, but for me, I was quite baffled about how God works. It's like he works in you and, and gets you at a point where he just tells you like nothing matters. Like it's like he gives you this revelation where you realize that nothing matters. And the one thing that matters is a soul. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Whether whether you you feel that you were hurt or whatever the case may be, like he will he will show you that forgive like god is very serious about forgiveness because mm. he knows that forgiveness is one thing out of all everything that can happen eh? you, you mm. can commit a sin and stuff like that but forgiveness he mm. is very serious about forgiveness because he knows that forgiveness is one thing that can literally stop him from using you it's mm. one thing that can stop your ministry because remember if ever god calls you to pray for someone that hurt you yesterday mm. are you going to obey and pray for that person so at this point for example right now in my life i find myself at a situation where i'll be having this burden where i wanna i feel like crying and groaning for the lost world for the like it's like i'm i'm hurting i'm carrying this burden where i'm so hurt by the people i wish they could just open their eyes and they could just (laughs) really see things the way (laughs) biblically and just calm that's true but, but obviously now, but obviously now in this scripture, it, it, it literally comes to this because it says, let's let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. So mm-hmm. again, this, this goes back to the character of God. So if, if you learn, actually, if you read further in that chapter, it says that he was equal to God, but did not, 
but did not made did not make himself of he made himself of no reputation and took yeah. up and took upon him the form of a servant and yes. was made in the likeness of men. So we know that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Yeah. And then when you read in this in, in, in John chapter one, verse 14, it says the word down down the scripture, the word became flesh. So he took a servant, he, 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 he literally left his throne and became a servant mm. and he came to serve. Hence, now you'll find scriptures where he says that the, the greatest, whoever wants to be a master or the chief, let it be that that one must be the servant. You know, the, the, the most servant, the most person that's ready to serve everyone. And mm. when you look at it now from a how churches have really expanded in this. The, the churches have moved away so much from the fact that as you are given this calling, you are actually a servant. You are there to serve. And mm. if you take the one activity which really sums everything, it's when Jesus washed the feet of the, of the disciples. Yeah. And when you look at how things used to be back then, those people used to walk long journeys. The feet were so dirty. And it was sort of like a custom that when someone enters your house, your feet have to be washed because yeah. obviously they, they are dirty. So someone has to, to wash those feet. And that is why Mary Magdalene, when she whipped at, at Jesus' feet and then she washed Jesus' feet with um, the alabaster oil and, mm. and wiped it off with her hair. That was the greatest level of servitude. And that is why she's actually one of the people that Jesus appeared to first mm. before anyone else. And then now you find a lot of co um, conspiracies around it, um, a lot of nonsensical statements that all these other various denominations are building and saying some, I read something that said, no, Jesus was in love with Mary Magdalene and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> you know, that is crazy. You know, but, but I, I think what they're trying to, what they're trying to portray, because I'm one person that will choose to, to, to understand not mm. from what is from what not from what is being actually like what is actually said but the message behind the thinking so what they're trying to say mm. is that what she did it was the greatest form of servitude that you, you you can never find and now when you literally take that back into the church and you have to find the likes of your pastor Malin, Bishop said, having to wash our feet, that would be quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, but then again, I am, I, I'm very thankful that actually we have the church that we have because one thing that our, our leadership does very well, it's actually to serve. They, yeah. they are already available and they are involving because you know a person that has a, a, a serving attitude by their leadership style, they have they use a participative leadership style, which shows that you no, know, as much as you may feel that um, I might have um, prayed for you and you were healed, no, it is still the name of Jesus. There's a lot of emphasis on saying the power is in the name of Jesus. It is not I as Marlon, it is not I as Michael, it is not I as Bishop that it is the power of God. And that is why we are very strong in the right baptism. We are very strong in the in the in the in the receiving of the Holy Spirit because that is the enabler. Mm. Mm. No, I so, I, I so it's, it's Sorry? No, I was saying that I fully agree with, with what you're saying. Yeah. yeah so, right. yeah. And, and then now when we obviously look at this word um, in, in, from a worldly perspective, we still need to maintain the same thing, which is remain humble. Yes. We have to be that light. So we have to be that salt. Mm -hmm. So we have to remain humble at, at all times. And we know that God is very, actually, another thing that God is very strict on is, is, is remaining humble. And he says that be humble and, and I will exalt you in due time. So, and, and what you will then notice is that 
the minute you start to exalt yourself, he just has a way of just taking your work, your job, and humbling you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the best thing is just remain humble and and allow him to use you because, as Peter said in in the book of Acts, where the, they met the man that was blind by the gate of beautiful. And they healed him and everyone marveled and started bowing and they were like, no, 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 no. Stand yeah. up, stand up, no, 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 no. Yeah. Why, why, why are you marveling at us? Why are you no? It, it is it is not our power, it is not us. It is not us, it is the name of Jesus. So that's where now you see that how humble the person is, that while the, this person is still humble, they still give honor to the one that has enabled them because they still recognize or acknowledge that I'm a vessel. I am, not, the power is not from me. I am a vessel. A vessel, yes. So even when you go out there, God uses you and you you, you are literally a vessel of God. You are the hands and, and, and the eyes. And that is actually, that's the main thing as to why he never baptized you and then give you the gift of the Holy Spirit and take you immediately. Mm. It's because he wants you to be his hands, his feet, and his his eyes here on earth. Mm. You know, and that is where now you find scriptures like whereby he says, "You, I was in in prison and you visited me. I was hungry and you fed me. I was I was I did not have clothes and you clothed me." And then the disciples or the followers of him will be like. But when did we do all of this? And then he says that as you did unto my people, you did unto me. Mm. So that shows when you continue to operate in who he has called you to be and you just forget yourself. Because another thing, the one thing that the devil will do, I mean, I've, 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 I've emceed a church Right after that, you you really see the move of God. You see him touching the the lives of people. Then you go at the back and then he's like, yeah, well done. You did well. And that's the devil, man. And that's why you now find Christians when they they struggle to receive recognition because they are always scared to fall into pride. Yeah, yeah. So now you have to speak to yourself. When the devil starts, you have to say, no, I'm just a vessel. Lord, I thank you so much for using me as this vessel. And I want to continuously avail myself to be used by you. Because we all know that God uses those that are available. The minute you don't avail yourself, and un- unfortunately, God cannot use you. Mm. Yeah, but Just like when you don't have faith, and you choose not to believe God still, you, you can never, you will remain in that level of faith that you received when you started your, your, your Christian life, mm. your Christian journey. In order for him to then use you, you just have to trust, you know, that you have to avail yourself. You have to be ready. You have to, I mean, you can actually, you can even pray for all of these things to say, you know, Lord, help me to, to remain, you know, to have that loneliness of the mind, pray. to be, to serve others better than I serve myself. He, yes. You know, God is so beautiful in the sense that he says that I'll always, I'll give you the will and the way to do my pleasures. Mm. So that scripture on its own, it says now it, it, give, it enables us to come with boldness to say, Lord, please give me a way. Make, make, make my heart willingly to serve others, to see yeah. others better than I see myself. Because every now and then we have to fight the flesh. Oh, it's a big, it's a big fight. I mean, for mm. me, it was that, it was that, um, that instant as well when, you know, you have to decide: Are you gonna allow your, you know, what you have in your, what you have right now in your character, like before? God started working on you, like when when you've just given your life to God, are you going to allow that to dominate or are you going to, you know, surrender to God, which is part of surrendering all? Because uh, most times for me, it was that thing of the offer was there. God was always saying, Rami, do this, Rami, you know, pray, Rami. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed, but I wasn't really in my, uh, that far in my journey with God to know that it was the Holy Spirit speaking or it was Jesus Christ speaking. I wasn't that, you know, close to him yet. I was just you know, thinking it's just Rami trying to be, you know, a nice guy or Rami trying to be a good person. And it's only good <laughs> that comes from God. You know, it's only good that comes from mm. God. Because the, the, the human nature is naturally, you know, we are born, as you say, we are born into sin. So we, we get our mm. good 
your goodness and mercy and all these, we get these characteristics from God because that is a godly character that we should pursue. Mm. And like you said, we have the weapons, we have prayer, we have repentance. Forgiveness is a big thing, just as you mentioned. And forgiveness is very hard. Forgiveness is so hard. I mean, it it, it took me a while. It took me a while. And, you know, I'm still working on it as well with some people. And it's it's something that I know I have to I have to do to unlock you know certain powers to unlock supernatural things and revelations. You have to forgive. You have to allow uh, that. You know, it's it's really it's a slow poison that you 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 only hurt yourself in the process because you you're uh, not letting go of that person or you're not letting go of what they did and how you felt at that time. And it's really a hard process, but. What I would say um, in terms of serving would be like, I do it indirectly a lot. Um, I'm a very behind the scenes type of person, although maybe mm. some people might disagree, but I, I do it indirectly in terms of like prayer. So I, I try my best to pray for people as much as I can, you know, I pray, I pray, I make sure that I, I say something in a in a con in a like a confirmative way with God to say God I'm praying for this person uh whatever they need if I don't know whatever you whatever they're going through you know Father God because you can see it all you can you can understand mm. it more than me better than me so just praying praying for brothers praying for sisters praying for the world and mm. I remember yesterday yesterday I had such a powerful experience I was listening to uh, a sermon by Pastor Jensen Franklin, and he was talking about how the young people, like the attacks that, that that are happening on the young people, you know, the drugs, the the partying, the alcohol, the sexual immorality, and all these things that are going on. It's really, it's really, it's really um very huge. Like it's massive, and it really touched me because mm. as a young person. As a young person, I see this every day, you know, it's my group, it's my age group, it's my cousins, it's my friends, my peers, my family. So it's something that really mm. touches me. And I and I got so emotional when I was listening to that word. I got mm. so emotional. And I think that re that confirmed, kind of confirmed my ministry as well, that I'm very much invested in helping young people. I just want young people to get out of this you know this this prison i feel like we're in a prison mm. sort of like quicksand type of thing because we try to move this way people try to you know break addictions with another addiction i mean the way they they mm. try to, to to get you to recover from you know to to go through rehab they introduce you to something else to replace the original addiction and and people are mm. missing jesus people are missing that the only way out is jesus christ and that really hurts me it hurts me so much. And I I literally cried yesterday. I cried in the morning. I was sitting, I was crying. I was praising God for his revelation because it was such a, mm. an eye-opening moment for me to see, wow, our young people are really, 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 really being attacked. Families are, are separating. Um, parents and, and children are fighting and all these things that are going on. And it's really why that it's, it's what brought me to philippians 2 and that little passage of scripture just mm. it, how do we serve one another how do we serve those in the world who are lost how do we serve the people in the church in a way just like christ because christ was god in the flesh and he still served like you said he still washed the disciples feet i mean that's that's the most humbling act mm. i can think of and it's amazing. How do you get to that point or level in your life where you say, God, I'm surrendering literally everything and I want to serve you. And I want to do this by serving mm. people around me, like having, having or being a servant leader, servant leadership, which is what I saw Christ. Christ displayed servant leadership to us in, in everything that he did. You know, wherever he was, he was healing. Wherever he was, he was you know, praying, he was comforting, he was, you know, driving demons out, he was changing people's situations. So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's really an interesting take. And I think at the end of it all, moving closer to Christ, what, what do you think um, is, or what, what, what would you say 
is going to be the best thing to do for young people in the church for us to come closer because as well as trying to you know serve one another it's, it's part of having a, a family type of relationship you know knowing that we are one mm. in christ we are a family we are a body of christ and you know just like uh, pastor marlin asked the uh, the previous time of how to do the what is it the, that event that happened in america that everyone was watching that we was trying oh, to yes yes the n-a-y-c yeah and my initial thought was we need to do more little, you know, more smaller collab collaborative events so that we can get used to, you know, churches collaborating because I feel like we don't collaborate enough. We don't spend enough time, you know, as young people um, doing things with different churches, with the different branches, you know, the Easteris branch and, you know, maybe I'm not sure if there's a branch in Pretoria North, but definitely I feel like it's a move that we need to, we need to, we need to work mm -hmm. on, we need to do that going forward. We need to, you know, move closer together and become one, become a unit as a body of Christ. Yeah. So I, I, I do, I fully agree with you, brother. I definitely concur with that. And I think actually that's, that's pretty much what I also stated, just that in a lower detail to say we need to come, it has to start from that level, then cascades down to this level and stuff like that. Yeah. But as, as you were asking, what, what is it that we can do to help the youngsters? And, and the one word that came to me is closeness. You know, you know if you take the, the, the closeness, us as human beings, we are more ready to, to open ourselves to people that take their time and we see that they care. Mm. Someone that will take it beyond. And, and I feel like, you know, the, the organizations, I always refer back to, to businesses. And I think it's probably because I also have a, a business acumen in me. Mm. Um, you know, organizations, they do it quite well that you find Within, a, within an organization, there's an organization as an overall, then there's a CEO, and then there's that oversees all the departments, and then there's various departments, and within those departments, there's heads, and within under those heads, there are certain um, dissects or, or what do, what's the word that I'm looking for in a business context, um, but sort of like small teams. And then yeah. there are team leads, you know? And if I can just also refer to one of my experiences. So in 2017, I worked for this other organization called IQ Business. Mm. Before I got to IQ Business, they assigned a buddy to me and this person is my buddy. And then they assigned mm. a team lead and then they assigned a... But I had about three resources at my disposal that I can always run so a buddy is there to help me with personal issues that i'm going through a team lead is there to help me with work related um issues um relationship management stakeholder management that person that's going to be on my corner and then the other overall team lead is there to just make sure that growth development and stuff like that it's, it's done so the one manages me at a, at, a, at a helicopter view, high level. And then mm -hmm. the other one is more at a detailed level. And then the body is just there in and out. If I feel frustrated, she's just that person that will be available to, to give an ear, to listen to and stuff like that. So that is exactly the structure that we need. And, and one of the things that were quite evidential in my early days of knowing okay so for me i've always prayed and sought the face of god but i only became like full in in 2015 so when 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 i when i came full in i was mm. i would read the bible like mm. taking the book of eggs alone the book of eggs one time about three thousand people went like on the day of Pentecost when God literally formed the very first church which he actually used the people that crucified him at the cross 
to form that very first church. Wow. Those people, they stayed together. They stayed together. They 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 sold. I don't know if you you were still there in 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 the in in early twenty nineteen, when a lot of youth. God was just blessing NLT with a lot of youngsters, and I stood the one time and I asked everyone that what is it that those people understood when they sold everything they had and they just gave everything to the church and they were just sitting together praying together and they were literally on each other's face. Mm. So what is it that they understood that we seem not to understand that yeah. we still want to withhold our things to ourselves. Yeah. We still want to want to say, no, man, it's, 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 it's about me. Like my Sunday afternoons, it's just about, I just want to take a nap. Mm. Whereas there is someone that God wants you to heal. There is someone that God wants you to, to share yeah. a, a testimony yeah. with. And you're like, I don't have time, <laughs> you know, and, and stuff like that. All of these things to you, it's like, when I say, okay, come and join, it's like, ah, <laughs> what is it that they knew that we seem not to know today? Because God is still powerful. And the one thing that people, I, I, I was seeking the face of God the day I posted that we need to really pray for people to, to trust in God's, in God leading them. Not the leadership of the church, but God, but God leading himself. them. People do not trust, people do not trust that God can lead them successfully. Yes. They don't. Yeah. Up until yeah. they trust that, only then will they be willing to give everything they have their time their their talents everything for the glory of god yeah which comes back to exactly the scripture because it says do not do nothing must be done in in strife or vain glory like away like you are not interested in all of this mm, you must be open to you. serve people so you know yeah, so the one thing that God really worked in me, it was that fellowship that was happening in X2. I was like, no, 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 no. I, I, I want this. I love this. I want this. I, I want to open my house to the people. And I've always seen, it's so funny how, how I see. And, and sometimes you even forget about these, the, the, the things that you said right at the beginning. And then you notice that whenever uh, the likes of me, Michael, we want to do an all-night prayer. No, it's cool, guys. You can come to my place. We want to do it. Mm. And as a result, now. Even if they say, but actually there'll be six sleeping arrangement. I'm like, guys, yeah, as you like to stress too much about so many things. And again, <laughs> your problems are very city, are very city related. You know, yeah. people that, are, that live in the city, they have other interesting problems that when you really try to submit them to God, you'll be like, God will be like, no man, just, just, just do what, I, what you have to do. You yeah. know, um, yeah. then people, here's a, we want to do this. No, come, let's, let's do it to my place. We want to do a fellowship. It's okay. Come to my place. You know, I'm open. I don't, yeah. I, I'm just yeah. open because yeah. I, I love the fellowship in the book of Acts, where saints come together, breaking bread together. We share everything, even the littlest thing that we have, we share, and then we see God give an increase I, in that. I, I pray for so, that. So the, that's, the, that's the one thing we need to do, that, that closeness. If we feel like the group is large, let's break it and have you know, mini leaders, sub leaders that will be reporting. Like for example, now the one thing that Brother Michael has done is to is to sort of like appoint a committee and I'm part of that committee and I give thanks to God for that. Mm. In this committee, we, we, it is, now it is sort of like to, to help Michael manage everything within the youth, meaning that youth has to continue even when Michael is, is absent. And this yeah. is now to help if there's any issues people can approach either myself, Brother Shedrick or Brother Babi. We are all part of that committee. Mm. So, so, so now, now, if now you look at, let's say God entrusts us with 20 people, and then we just divide that 20 amongst ourselves, the four of us, and you know, okay, I'm the, I'm, I, I have five people under my belt and five, five, five. Then mm. we really gauge even more. Okay, tell me more about yourself. Tell me, you know, the minute you want to know more, that's when people 
will open up and say, you know what, Sister Kainsa, I have this struggle. You know what, Sister Kainsa, I've got that problem. And yeah. then you don't know, because remember, again, God will always build our ministries and lead people that he knows what he, they need the comfort that he has given us. They need the, the, to hear a testimony about a situation that they find themselves in. And I had to overcome a Sister Kainsa. And that is how God works. So God will always lead you to those people that they will like, Asia, I've got this problem. And then you just share with you, hey, listen, this is how I overcame my problem. And, and, and God does work because that's how the church grows. So if we can do those cell groups and, and we just yeah. really on available and, 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 and build that closeness, that mm -hmm. relationship, strong relationship, with the people and yes you always find casualties in any in any system there's always issues like people that will be problematic or have issues or, or anything oh, yeah. like that but always remember those people as much as they may be the way they are i always say there is no person who can choose to deny god if they really one knew about who god is the minute they run away from God, it really means that they literally don't know who God is. Yeah. yeah. And secondly, we all know that hurting people hurt people. Yeah. So when, when, yeah. when sometimes when you build these relationships, now you can even touch on a situation that this person was like, no, I'm going to take this one to the grave. Yeah, but and then when I, you just God just leads you to that, and then at first it's it's gonna be painful, but you need to be patient. Mm -hmm. So that's where now the fruits of the spirit they come to play, where you have to be really patient mm -hmm. and understanding, and just seek the face of God and His wisdom to help you navigate this person. Mm -hmm. But the key thing, the key thing is that closeness. Yeah, and obviously, key that closeness can only. Be, 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 be constructed or built if we can adhere to this verse that we our 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 church is centered on mm. especially the first portion where it says let nothing be done through strife or vain glory mm. no. you know, so so once you understand that you, you can that's where now you'll be like okay the sky is the limit lord wherever you 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 lead me i shall go now there are no reservations you're like lord i am here you you, you created me for a purpose and i'm here to serve people mm. i'm here to serve exactly that purpose no i i fully agree and if i can say this in closing that um i our church is a very young church we have a very young church and that's why i think as well i'm still here because there's a lot of young people that come and go and, you know, we don't know where they end up. We don't know mm. if they still believe in Christ. They're still, you know, serving God or where they end up. And mm. like you said, the closeness is going to be our game changer. I feel that way as well. I feel like if we can move closer together and we can really stand as one and, you know, support each other and be there for each other. I think the cell group is a brilliant idea. For us, I feel like we need that. Mm -hmm. We need, we need, you know, to be able to consult. We need to be able to have someone to lean on, to know that I have a sister in church that I can mm -hmm. talk to, I have a brother in church mm -hmm. that I can ask for advice and stuff like that. We need to know that. And it starts with awareness. It starts with, you know, us as a church offering these as saying or saying that um the youth in the church don't don't be afraid to come and ask, don't be afraid to to you know call me don't be afraid to wake me up 3 a.m in the morning if you have a problem because these are the things that mm. i feel like we face as young people we face a 3 a.m in the morning problem and you don't want to you don't want to inconvenience anyone you don't want to just you just sit there with your thoughts and by that time this young person i'm just making an example such a young person is doesn't even know mm. god not close to christ so they don't even think of, you know, to pray. They think of, you know, I'll, I'll go watch TV or I'll go on my phone or I'll do something else. And I, I want us in, 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 in closing just to pray. I want us to pray for, you know, the young people of NLT, the young people of South Africa, the young people of the world. I want us to, you know, 
um, just seek God and seek his, seek his leadership in what we must do because I believe that we have we have that we have that um core we have that young core in our church I believe that our church mm. is really young so and is young for a reason because we are the differential mm. we are the differential young people in South Africa are just seen as a nuisance they are seen as you know troublemakers they are seen as all these wrong things and we are the differentials mm. we are the ones who can change that or can turn the boat around. So um, thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Kanisa, for your input, for your words, for the Holy Spirit as well that spoke and that, you know, guided us in this in this talk. So if we can just end with uh, a prayer, that would be amazing. All right, no problem, brother. Thank you very much. I'm really honored. And, and if just before we pray, you know, Nathan, the funny thing is yesterday I prayed to God and I was like, Lord, I want to do something like there was a, 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 a talk or a show, sort of like a show that I was supposed to do with Brother Michael on the finished work of the cross on Instagram. And obviously mm -hmm. he's been really swamped at work because he's developing some curriculum for the University of Cape Town. So I was like, Lord, I just need you to free him. You know, we need to do this. Like my burden was just growing, growing. Lord, you need to. And then when yeah. you just dropped a, a text, at first I was like, Lord, do I have capacity? And then I remember that, as you know, Nick, God has taught me many times that sometimes answers won't come where we were expecting they would come. Mm. And and it's it's exactly this what I was I was praying and, and hoping for where I come in and impart my experience and in, in journey with Christ mm. to help another person and, and hopefully it will actually touch a whole lot of people and, and, and bring perspective and change in perspective to some. Yeah, that's so that's thank amazing. you, brother. I really appreciate it. That's amazing. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah no god is good <laughs> that's good let us pray all right pray. Uh, i guess we can pray please. heavenly father in the thank you jesus, jesus for this wonderful god. opportunity lord god i am grateful for the resources that you've given us as your children to reach the world to share your your word to share your knowledge to share the holy spirit father god let us speak christ let us speak the word everywhere we go let us give us the boldness give us the fire give us the confidence to be able to preach the world preach the word to the, to the world lord god give us your honesty give us your character father god build us father god to be able to teach young people to be able to lead the young people of the world to jesus christ I pray, Father God, that you use us as your vessels, use us as your, your, your people, Father God. We believe in you and we trust in you, Father God, that we will not put up our own vain goals and our own personal desires and our pride on the line. We will put you, Father God, first. We will put Jesus Christ first. We will put the salvation of souls first, Father God. I pray for closeness in our church. I pray that we move together as people and we trust each other and we support each other, Father God. I pray for love to be the center of it all. I pray for love to be the driving factor in everything that we do. Bring us closer to one another. Teach us how to serve one another just as you serve Jesus Christ. To be like-minded with you, Jesus. To be one with you, Jesus Christ. Help us to pray in the Spirit. Help us to, to feel that supernatural experience that of the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues for the God. Guide and lead us with your strength and knowledge of the God. For you know, you know where we are going. You know what we are doing. You know us Head to our I believe, Father God, that anyone has a bright future. I believe that this church can do something powerful in this time. In this time, Father God, no matter what is happening, you are still the king. You are still on the throne. You are still alive. And you are still powerful. You still give us mighty God. We thank Jesus for your sacrifice on the cross. We thank you for finished work. Father, we ask that you may send us to those children. You know, freedom in our minds to us. Freedom freedom from the things of the world father god to be able to say no to addiction to be able to say no to stuff that are killing that are taking away the lives of young people in this world you have given us that power you have given us that might you have given us that freedom and i believe 
that one day you will come back Jesus Christ and you will take us and you will walk
without your spirit we can do nothing as you have said in your word that we are the branches and you are the vine Lord Jesus help us to continue to connect with you cause us to do your will and your good pleasures because it is only you that makes a difference in our lives out of our own accord we can do nothing out of our own accord we are weak out of our own accord we can produce nothing even Lord Jesus you said that even if my God it is it's not you that watches over us, Master Blank. Those that have been put in place to watch over us, mighty God, they shall fail this money, Master Blank. Only your power, Lord Jesus, can continue. Only your power can work in us. Out of our own accord, we are weak, Lord Jesus, which is why we trust in your word, which is why we trust in your spirit. Pour unto us, Lord Jesus Christ. Help us right now in the name of Jesus. Each and every one of you, we need you, Lord. Each and every one of you, we need you to touch us. And we know that the one thing that you work in is the weak Lord Jesus Christ. You are always a God to those that are in need. And this evening we come to you with a need of We are in need of your spirit. We are in need of you, mighty God. For your spirit minister unto us. Never leave us, nor forsake us, because it is you, Father, that we need, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you that you are always there in our lives, that you never leave us that we can always trust in you, that you are that rock that we can always trust on my soul. Oh, Father, we thank you that you changed not my soul. Because as you have told us to never trust in the arm of men, it's because men can change. Tomorrow they can be something else, but you remain the same as your word. And we thank you, Father. And we trust in your word, Lord Jesus. We trust in your blood. We trust in your Holy Spirit. We trust in your name. We trust in everything. We trust in the angels that you have given unto each and every one of us. We trust in your kingdom and its righteousness, and we trust also the leaders that you have placed in our lives, that they will work everything for our own good. So we thank you, Father, that you have what is best for us, that you desire the best for us, that you desire the nicest things for us, even though sometimes we cannot trust you. Sometimes we can doubt your will, Masonglei, because of the pains that you can be carrying from the past, Masonglei. Yet as you are God, Masonglei, you have what is best for us. Help us, Lord Jesus Christ, to bring that light, to bring that soundness, Masonglei, to those children, to the youth of this country, Masonglei, that they may know, Masonglei, that you created them for a purpose and a reason, Masonglei. And we declare today that purpose, Masonglei, shall be born because, Masonglei, you are an omnipotent God. God. You are everywhere. You are an omniscience God. You exist in everything. You are all powerful. You are omnipresent God. You are present everywhere, my son. They were even in those people that are by the corner of the street, even those that are hiding, my son. They, they think that I'm not seeing. You can see them right now, Lord. We are sending your angels, my son, to reach down to them, my son. Even those that are in the pit, my son. You see all of them. So, Father, we ask that you may pull them up, Lord Jesus Christ, and that you may bring them to come into your kingdom. Father, we thank you so much for everything and we give you all the honor we thank you father that you died for everyone at the cross we thank you so much lord jesus we can never be more grateful unto you mighty god we can never be less grateful lord jesus christ even when things are not going well we you are still a good god because you have finished your work at the cross Amen. so we thank you father for everything we give you all the honor the praise all in the jesus name amen to you, jesus. Thank you, jesus. Yes. hallelujah hallelujah the angels bowed before they worship and adore you. What a mighty God we serve. We serve a mighty God. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, brother. Hallelujah. I feel the power. You know, the, the, one, the one thing I am really thankful for is that he died for everyone. Yeah, yeah, the amen. The promise of is finished, it is for everyone. Every so we don't single. have any excuses of not going out there and reaching out to the lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he died for every single soul. And it is, it is 
it is a kind of a burden to me that young people need to hear this. Young people need to know that Jesus is the way and the only way, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only one. And I, I, I am convinced, I am persuaded, I am convinced, just like Romans 8 says, you know, nothing can separate us from that love of Christ. Nothing can Amen. separate us. Nothing, 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 nothing. No addiction, no, no cigarette, no alcohol, no, nothing can separate us. And we need to make sure that the young people know that there is a chance, there is a repentance, there is the finished work of the cross. There is, there is, yeah, there is a God that is so mindful of them. Amen. Most importantly, there is a God because most, you know, you know, Ne. Um, brother Ramano, um, I'll be honest with you. The one thing that causes people to rebel, it's the lack of love at home. Yeah. So when they've been deprived of certain things yes. at home, when, when their home is broken, mm. it, it just it, it causes a spirit of rebellion. And, and I'm saying this from experience and, and that's yeah. myself. Yeah. So, so up until they really meet the one true God and they realize that, wow, how is it that... I have failed today and, and I really deserve to be crucified. I really deserve to be banished out. And yet this person is opening his arms and receiving me and saying it is well, mm. you know? Amen. So, so, so that's the key thing because as much as if we can only go with the truth and say there is hell, that is not going to help them at this point. Yeah. That is why we yeah. need to go and preach the God that is love. And yes, he is the God of truth and hell is there. Um, but the one thing that is that is is important is the fact that a solution has been given. As much as there is an existence of hell, a solution has been given. Someone died for you. And even if it meant you alone, he would have still done exactly that. He would have still went to the cross and carried your sins for you. Therefore, come into his throne with boldness. So that you may obtain grace and mercy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your input. And you know, thank God for this opportunity for the Holy Spirit that is speaking. And you know, I believe, I believe that there will be a radical change in young people. I feel like I feel like mm -hmm. um, the resources that we've been given, you know. The, the 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 thing is that once we went online people thought um no it's a it's another excuse not to go to church it's another excuse to not wake up early mm. praise god and, and do all these things it's it's a wake-up call for me it's a wake-up call that we need to radically change our approach now that we don't limit god to just church we don't limit god to just waking up early in the morning that you can wake up anytime and praise god you can wake up anytime and pray you can wake up anytime and heal someone. And that is a faith that I believe in. That is a, the faith that God is omnipresent. He's, 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 he's omnipotent. He's everywhere. He does not sleep. Mm. He's always looking over us, watching over us. And so I just want to thank you for, thank you for your time. And I, I, I hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. And God bless you, sister. Thank you, brother. You too. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Already. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Take care. Stay blessed. Amen. Same to you. Thank you.